0: Gorgie, an opportunity to go nine points clear in third and in an Edinburgh Derby this Sunday. What a week! My name is Jarve, and I'm joined this week by Paddy, Simon and Cameron. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. Uh, how are we doing, boys? Um, first of all, the, the newest news just coming out in the last hour or two. Uh, Kai rolls on a five-year deal. Where does this come from, eh? And what a bit of business.
1: Excellent. Uh, we all kind of thought you would be leaving pretty pronto uh, after the World Cup, but I uh, protects our investment and... Think about the pay bump he's gone for the summer to January. No
2: I bad work. I presume it's nothing to do with actual length of time um, for us. It's Aye. It's just the amount of money we'll get for him. Aye. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because <clears throat> if, um, if he has a, a smashing season, he could still be away this summer. Let's face it. Aye. 100 million, though. Nothing less. <laughs> 100 million by brilliant bit of business to secure the bag from Mr. Savage. Um, do we think Craig Gordon's transfer record to Sunderland's what nine is it nine and a half million? Nine million? It was just nine, nine, nine million, yeah, ju- just the nine. Um, I mean, how much money could Kairos go for? About two million. Surely that's
1: not a split on it. I don't know. You have no idea what people rate this, like the
3: players at this Club A, eh? because we've not really sold anyone.
1: Hmm.
3: If Alex Cochrane's fifteen million, and I do think <laughs> Alex Cochrane is worth fifteen million, then a five-year contract for Kai Rose is twenty-five million at least. <laughs> Got to be an outside chance that he goes for nothing at the end of five years.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's always a chance of that. <laughs> Um by parry with this much money coming in we can build a stand on top of the wheat field in no time here exactly you might even get heating in it <laughs> oh, fucking buzz it um, and yeah hopefully Alex Cochran is next hopefully we're going to see a wee extension coming his way um, what did he sign what
1: three year going? so it's two and a half years left
0: still plenty of time eh? Yeah, but why not chuck him an extra 50 quid a week
2: <laughs> we were we, we saved the other night we were at the game and we are like enjoy him while he's here because I don't think he'll be here next season mm, I doubt
0: it before his injury Alex Cochrane was having his like another fucking outstanding game against him so good he was really good Aye. Um so yeah that was Kyroll's and it's been a nice reminder to everyone on how much of a rat John Suter is <laughs> <laughs> Going back 12 months, the polar opposite scoring behind everyone's back. getting uh, we rules in the with Rangers, without telling the club anything. Nice wee bit of loyalty, can he beat it?
3: Yeah. So, I, karma, right? <laughs> that's true. John Seward's never playing football again,
0: he's <laughs> actually back from injury now. He's training again. Oh, is he? He's
3: about to be replaced by Porteous as well, which is hilarious.
0: Oh, no, no,
2: no, no. Porteous is a centre midfielder, have you not heard?
0: Oh, is he? Right. <laughs> Who's also going to Udinese Ah,
3: <laughs> What's cool,
0: cool What's happening in Scottish football um, <clears throat> So yeah, that was Kai uh, John Suter and Alex Cochran uh, Paddy, you've heard some rumours about Robert Snodgrass's contract
3: Yeah, off somebody who I trust and is reliable, but if it doesn't happen I'll I'll out on and blame him for this, but apparently he's getting a two year extension
0: which is exciting. It's good because he is up in the summer. What, what, what do you think, uh, Simon and Cameron? Would you be happier with one year, or can you think two years is good?
1: yeah uh, he'll be uh, fine.
2: If we get first half of Friday Snodgrass grass rather than second half, I'm absolutely <laughs> fine with
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's them. Um, and since the last podcast where we just signed Hill on loan, um, Oda was was finally confirmed. Um, much to Jambos kickbacks delight they were getting very impatient Um, a four year deal which took a lot of people by surprise but again it's a a good bit of business isn't it these long term deals Um, Celtic fans were very unhappy as they claimed apparently were copying their homework (laughs) fucking (laughs) arseholes they claimed to have invented the Japanese (laughs) transformation. yeah exactly Um, but they're forgetting that we brought in Machino first (laughs)
1: Didn't he? Because he had a famous Japanese player way before we did.
0: Well, oh, but that was a different life ago. Um but any, yes, How far, much, how much, far back. back does this go? <laughs> <laughs> well, surely there's not many before Nakamura.
2: He's
1: gotta be uh,
0: the
2: first, surely. Yeah.
3: Must have been. He was signed from an Italian club though. Doesn't account.
1: Something <laughs> does of not
3: Japanese. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, Machino technically came to us from Man City, so he's technically English. <laughs> so it works. Yeah. Iniesta wished Oda good luck. Joining in haps. Which again is what, what a universe this is that we find ourselves in. Kyle um, signed and made his debut. Uh, again, another one finally. Uh, made his debut against St Mirren, just to speak about an um, isolation here. He looks like a, a bloody very exciting prospect, doesn't it?
2: It does, but some somebody's going to put him up in the air at some point. He looks so light, <laughs> <laughs> but no, he looked, he looked he looked really good. Should have had an assist, but
0: we'll go on to that. And he looks rapid, right? Yeah, um, he only had like two touches, and more than that, no, it was like three touches in twenty minutes. But then, <laughs> very patient stayed out on the, on the wing and when that ball came to him on the counter attack he saw just a just a glimmer off what he can do there you know what I mean just driving at the defence nice bit of position and squaring it through in From, fair,
2: sorry in fairness to him they were saying Hill had two training sessions he must have had none and basically went straight into the game
0: yeah I think I heard he just had the pre-match um, kind of training but it's all just yeah. shape and stuff. You know, not like a proper, proper drill training. So, Aye. But he'll like we, we spoke about last week for him coming in. Um, he's coming in with the understanding that he'll be getting played week in week out. So excited to see him start against Aberdeen on Wednesday, which I very much assume will be the case. Um, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. Barry McKay back in form now. He's got what two goals in four games now, suddenly. Um Ginelli's doing pretty good. Shanklin's gonna be starting. But now you've got Cowell and you've got Oda who's just come in. So it's nice to have depth. I just don't I just can't comprehend what you do with it. Plenty of games.
3: Humphrey's coming off the bench <laughs> as well.
0: Yeah. But I think he's uh he missed that Saturday, so that's um Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good. Uh, latest on Callum Patterson, uh, Barry Anderson had a piece earlier um, which said that Hearts are preparing to wait until the final days of the window for a resolution. Uh, Hearts have formally made two bids already, with Patterson being out of contract in the summer. So you'd, you'd think that Sheffield Wednesday would want to recoup some money for them, but Darren Moore is on record saying, and I quote that, Callum Patterson is in the building, he's staying put, and I don't see any reason or anything outside of that to talk about. Yeah, it doesn't sound like he's coming in this window. But if he does come, given
2: what we just said about having depth up front, he's playing it right back. <laughs> Looks more and more
0: likely every day. 100%. Yeah. I've seen a couple of Dream Elevens, but I put them in the group chat as well. Like, end of the window, what do you want to see the lineup look like? And Callum Patterson is it right wing back in every one of them. <laughs> so, uh, up yours, Paddy. <laughs> Uh, I think Darren Moore is just playing hardball. I think he will leave us till the end of the window and then accept what our highest offer is at that point. He's going in the summer and they're not made the money.
1: You can see it happening, but it, I think like these things are so delicate, the situation, so we'll just see.
0: All right. hmm. He'll line up a wee replacement, placement and he'll be up the road. Um. Scott McGill and Cammie Logan have returned to Hearts with their loan spells at Kelty coming to an end. Uh, so I'm sure they'll be promptly put back out the door. <laughs> <laughs> Allah, probably. Well, a could, could be a good shot. Maybe
1: a good thing they've came back for Kelly is it not gone all a bit peaked on up there.
0: <laughs> I haven't been following it too closely. I mean, they, I'm sure they've, they've just got Paul
1: Hartley back. Oh, that was Cove. Cove. Oh, cool. Cove. Oh, I'm thinking of Cove. Sorry. The other one.
0: Hi. Uh, Hi. Paul Hartley was fucking chased out of England. <laughs> Telling him to take his seven Scottish signings back from uh, Jake Hasty, being one of them. Minds when we were in the Championship and I was hoping he'd come to heart Fucking hell. <laughs> Crystal better uh, can I get a boo up in here? <laughs> <laughs> Signed for Livingston on their coaching staff um, after re- deciding to retire. From Rafe Rovers, the commute to Kirkcaldy was was too much for him. Uh, <laughs> so let's let's hope that's an end uh, to his appalling anti-harsh harsh media duties. But it definitely and, won't be. Yeah, we'll see. He's, uh, he's he's just burnt so many bridges, better hasn't he? You don't see too many people holding a torch for him anymore. <laughs> uh, Cameron, Gorgie Farm was set to close its doors for the last time tonight. What, what is the update in the witching Hour here?
2: Yeah, genuinely, like, for, for the area, kind of sad news. Um, it did shut today. Um, I believe there's the opportunity for it to be taken on by somebody else, but there needs to be some kind of funding in, in the interim uh, provided by the council. So we'll see if something comes of that. But more at the point, kind of on here, Hearts and every football club has a kind of community aspect to it, it does feel like something, not that the club should take on, but the club should have some kind of involvement in, in reaching out, and maybe they have, in fairness, but um, certainly, you know, it's your basically your closest neighbour. That feels like a, an easy one for them to, to get some good PR out, if anything, um, and, and do the right thing. Um, so I don't know, maybe maybe it'd be nice if we, we've seen Hearts involved somewhere along the line, but hopefully something's done.
0: Yeah. I am genuinely surprised. hearts haven't got involved. Maybe yeah, it is just a, a huge debt to take on. You know, what I mean, it's a big commitment—a farm. And it might well be that you know if they, they might have been contributing
2: all along. You know, it's the kind of thing that you would do and not have kind of any name on because they're not—they're obviously not going to run the place. Um, they struggle to run a club shop. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're not lying. No. I'm surprised like, there's not been any like crowdfunding. Nothing I haven't seen too much at all. Aye. It's all been a bit of cloak and dagger, but.
1: Do so maybe people no believe it exists like you did at one time, Jarvie?
0: That could be it. <laughs> that do my still Actually, real. Every, most heart supporters have
2: given of childhood memories of the place, but um, Jarvie didn't know it existed until a couple of weeks ago. So <laughs>
0: here we are. My my upbringing was 24 7 Ots gangs and <laughs> getting, getting, on, getting on a 27 bus down to Pilton to see my Grant. <laughs> Didn't see Gordon? Um Xander Clark has the same amount of clean sheets as Craig Gordon or something this season. <laughs> Is <that> I <right?
1: laughs> I think in all um, in all comps, Gordon's maybe got a couple more, but in the league it may be the same.
0: Right, okay. In the league only. That's still genuine,
2: mad. Co- genuine question. I know you asked the questions, Jarvie, but if I could. Um if if Clark has a really good second half of the season and Gordon does want to come back, what does the club do? Because it starts start, it's not start an easy Steve
1: starts Steve Clark Xander Clark.
2: <laughs> I think I think you would have to stick with Clark because he's your long term keeper. Aye, if he's if he's
1: been good, you can drop him. You've got to go with a hot hand.
2: I think it's difficult. So like you know maybe maybe Gordon does a year as the the cup keeper and kind of what Rangers have done with. Shifting theirs a bit, although that doesn't seem to have worked very well for them. Um, oh, they won a Scottish
0: club, they did, and um
2: they've kind of flip flopped between since.
0: I don't know if you do that when it's when you're talking about your captain as well. It's difficult, I think. Uh, but I think it'd be different if Craig was coming back for pre-season. Lauren, Sha- Sha- Lauren Shanklin's my captain, there. Uh, Aye, Lauren Shanklin's the club <laughs> captain. <laughs> Robert Snodgrass is my captain. <laughs> <laughs> Um, if Craig came back for a pre-season I think you'd maybe see him get back in to the team, like if he was coming back this summer, but the fact that it's like middle of the season, next year I think you will see Clark unless he's in shit for him <laughs> uh, that's him uh, George Grant's been in the paper saying he wants more game time um, it's a shame Hammy isn't here to talk about his favourite player uh, he's been quite hit on miss so far hasn't he but what like what do you make of him just now and what do you think George Grant's um, kind of squad status is going to look like in say 12 months time Uh, Peterborough United I think
2: Robbie Nielsen's obviously got a view of him if Andy Halliday is in there before I think like I think we all thought Andy Halliday would be a squad player this season and if he's in there over him to start a game like he was on Friday night it's it's slightly difficult, um, but I don't know. Like we I don't think he's ever going to be the starter in there. Um, although if Cammy
0: Devlin keeps up his current run of form, he might be. Interesting. So there's going to be chances for him to get into a starting eleven, isn't there? And see what he can do. It's just he, needs to, the he needs to do it off the bench first, you'd have thought. No, he and seems to be getting a lot of minutes away from home. If I'm kind of remembering that right,
2: he also seems to be the guy that, like him and Keogh, seem to be the guys that we bring on to slow the game down and try and control later on. Seen that a couple of times recently, I think, as well. Yeah.
0: Mm. Keogh, I'm, I'm not on this podcast to talk about
3: Keogh. <laughs> and we spent money
0: on him. <laughs> they come good. Don't want to talk about it.
2: Well, we don't even know where they sit versus each other. Like which one of them is further up the pecking order? I
0: think I think Grant
2: very much is
0: at the moment. Mm. I don't <laughs> know. I've no idea. Um, and on on central midfielders, I forgot to, to put this down on the agenda. But Benny, I think it's been uh, <clears throat> been confirmed that he's expected to start training again in March, which was the original timeline we spoke about, probably about six months ago now. Just training. That was some slip <clears throat> in the he had. I Um, but when you see him walking about, like he struggles to get up behind the dugouts, like his legs still that fucked. So I really wouldn't expect to talk about Benny starting out anything until next season. You can pretty yes. much if he's training in March, I think
2: talking about probably running when he comes back, and it's, it's going to be a while after that, and does he win his way back into the squad right away? It depends who we're playing. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, it'll be interesting, because I do wonder if, as sad as it might seem, if we've seen the best the Benny, because an injury like that can, especially the way he plays, completely
0: change it. Yeah, no, the, This is the third long-term injury of his career as well. He's only well, he's like 23 or something, isn't he? Um, but if, when you see him fully fit, his, his ability, <clears throat> his tackling ability, is fucking second to none. And you've got to think, if he didn't have these injury problems <clears throat> so early on in his career, he'd be a first-team player for Everton. Oh, he wouldn't be at Hearts. <laughs> Again, that's why he's at Hearts. You know what I mean? Yeah. We took him risk when we took him on. Um, <clears throat> I, do, I do have a dream of Benny and Devlin playing in the hole with Snodgrass ahead of them. Snodgrass never even breaking into a jog for 90 minutes <laughs> <The> <laughs> thing
1: is, Snodgrass Sorry. and Benny play very similarly he's just think... got the passing ability of Snodgrass
0: nah, Benny rarely pass the ball forward <laughs> at least Snodgrass does that but just the two of them do all the dogs work give it to Snodgrass and let him look a bit that's what I'd like to see one day right. but instead of that what I'll give
2: you is George Grant and Keogh
0: <laughs> right, see that's how we end up demoted <laughs> um, good that was all the all the news and transfer bits and bobs um, it's a funny window because it doesn't feel like we're going to be signing anyone else so and no one's bullshitting, no one's claiming that we're looking at anyone it's just <laughs> Callum Patterson you know what I mean uh, which is disappointing still, still adjusting to the savage era James Hill came out of nowhere, aye. But well, we knew we needed a defender. You know what I mean. Of
1: which
0: so, we still you know, do. Yeah, well, I'd say we we need another defender. But he did look very good. To be fair, Tom. Um <coughs> Stephen Kingsley, we'll talk about bit now. Robbie said in the post-match press conference that Stephen Kingsley will be back for the Hibs game. Yeah, no, for, sorry, for the Aberdeen game. Uh, if,
1: Co- if Cochrane's misses it, then that's a huge because you just slot Kingsley right into that position.
0: Yeah, he also said I know Nielsen can be a lying bastard when it comes to injuries, but he said that Cochrane was taken off as a precaution because he had a tight hamstring going into it, and we've got a big week ahead, so you'd expect Cochrane to to be starting on Wednesday as well. Which <laughs>
2: this, is, this is where it becomes difficult, isn't it? Because the back three I thought looked really good the other night like your, your your central three, so it's suddenly one of Cochrane or Kingsley isn't there if those three play. Mm-hmm. Squad depth is what you want. Right. Competition for places. Exactly. Good
1: uh, quality. And mind, mind how good Kingsley was at left-back. Imagine we
2: could get that again. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could if you play. Cochrane on the wing, but then we've got a lot of wings. What there.
3: are you talking about? <laughs> like
2: I, we, we we have played the two
0: of them in front of each other before. We're Aye when we just need to
1: like when we have nay like that. like, players.
0: That's when we were fucked for injuries at one point last year. Yeah. Oh, that time will come again.
1: Mm. Now we've got a big squad now. Our squad's a lot more sturdy than it was last year.
3: Yeah.
0: <clears throat> yeah. That's exciting. Nice uh, nice problem to have for Nielsen. But let's let's get there first because there is time. <laughs> more injuries again. <laughs> um but yeah, that was that was uh everything else. So on to the St. Mirren game. Uh Simon, I've got all the all the key moments listed in front of me here. But do you want to tell us as usual how we lined up in all of that, please?
1: Uh I was just um thinking that this month of January is absolutely mental for games just adding up, like we've got the St Mirren game was the rearranged one we've obviously got the Scottish Cup starting is it five league games this month with St Mirren twice Aberdeen, Livingston and Hibbs, five games yeah. so a lot of games Um so saying that I think the way we end up maybe contributes to the game on Wednesday maybe, I don't know I was just thinking that with Andy Halliday starting so we had Clark, Hill, Sibic Rolls, Smith, Halliday Snodgrass, Cochrane, Shanklin, Janelli and Mackay sort of fluid front three How are we all feeling about that game then?
3: We want it, move on
1: Aye Very much how I feel about it I think it's a fantastic result
2: I think yeah. it's a really good result I thought in the first half we looked in total control
0: Aye mm. I thought so I didn't were very good. I hate giving them praise, but I thought they, they played very well. And that was them for five first-team players as well.
1: They are so organised. One of the most organised teams I've seen at Tynecastle. Yeah. They were. They're really good. They they drill really well. The distance between everyone's really good. And I think it is really hard to break them down, and I think it was going to take something special, what Barry McKay did, to, to break them down. And yeah, I think seeing that game out, they're a strong team. I think it's an excellent result for us. And I think also building on the result against Hibbs, um, 2023's got off pretty well so far, um, but we're just halfway.
0: Yeah, exactly. For for the goal then, I mean, watching it before my eyes, I really didn't appreciate how good it was until I watched it back. But Barry Mackay's first touch is literally on the halfway line on the left wing. Um Bob's his weaves, Bob's his weave. <laughs> Bobs and Weaves his way down with two one, two one to ones, fucking hell. Um in the middle, then out to the right of the 18-yard box before slotting it back the keeper. So it was from Hill at right back. <laughs> it was eight passes um to get into their box. And other than Mackay's dribble down the wing, no more than two touches per player as well. It was an unbelievable team goal.
1: Who Was it Andy Halliday who'd done the second one too?
0: <clears throat> Andy Halliday is the assist, that final.
1: Yeah. So I, th- I thought he'd fucked it when he first got the ball off and didn't lay it off to Smith first time. But do you think he was just like, oh, that's Michael Smith. And then he see <laughs> seen Barry McKay coming into his vision. And he thought, actually. Right.
0: Yeah.
3: Beautiful play. He's a screamer. Uh, it's a, a wonderful goal.
0: Um, just before the goal, um, was a, there was a, an amazing indirect free kick from Snodgrass, as usual, to the back post. Um, Shankland just couldn't get any power on it. That was a, a very early chance as well. Um, but why don't we, just to talk about James Hill here then, it um, felt like he just got better and better as the game went on. And you could almost see him adjusting to Scottish football before your eyes and seeing what he could, could and couldn't get away with in terms of its physicality.
1: Cabin and I knew he was going to be good before he'd even kicked the ball.
2: Yes, we did. <laughs> and there's a, there's a very specific reason for this. And it's something that's going out of the game and we need more of. James Hill is one of those defenders that jumps up and does fake headers in the warm-up. There you go.
1: <laughs> he just knew it. He was taking it seriously. He's a <clears> professional. The man knows. <laughs> yep,
0: muscle please. memory. Warming up the muscle memory, yeah. Um, but yeah, and he had a, I mean, up against a, a very physical submitting side of Curtis Main up there, etc. I mean, he had his hands for a debut. I mean, his first game of competitive football in something like 14, 15 months as well. Um, Aye, that's great. Is that, Jay, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. He's not played a minute of competitive football for Bournemouth. He was signed last summer or something.
1: I'm not um, sure if anyone would know, but did he, did he? Playing a back three as well. Is that another first for him? Or I
0: haven't went as deep to look at Fleetwood's <laughs> formation <laughs> So Yeah, it may
1: have been an even harder night adapting to playing as a three because you often see defenses looking weaker playing three at the back. Mm-hmm. When you think that would be the reverse.
0: Hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um a couple like really early on, first five minutes. <clears throat> um a couple of wayward passes trying to get down the right wing. Um but other than that, he just came into it and he ended up he looks very good with the ball at his feet. He's got a ping, point.
3: he can boot the ball yeah. a mile. I have I was told that that he's he's got a good
2: <clears throat> right foot on him. Mm-hmm. More more importantly than his foot though, this boy has
3: a throw. Like he yeah,
0: yeah.
3: The <laughs> are we talking Rory De Lap long throws here? He can We're get it into Robert the box
0: Hilsen. easy. We're talking <laughs> <Robert laughs> Robin Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> oh Jesus. So I I mean it's exciting, like it is very exciting. Um and see from the, the press conference during the week in the lead up to the game, the way they were talking, it sounds like there's a there's could be an opportunity for hearts, to sign hill in the summer. So see what happens there.
1: Hopefully. Okay. Well let's not get excited, but it does look very
0: good. Yeah. <clears throat> superb bit of business on loan like so if he doesn't if he's not going to stay at hearts he's playing to get a good move to like a decent championship side yeah so it's Depends a win-win to... yeah exactly it's literally a Jimmy Dunn loan again aye damn, am
1: going to be hearts broken again
0: well, 100% aye but this time even more so because we're also going to win the Scottish Cup and then he's going to <laughs> um, yeah James Hill Uh, superb Uh, the Cochrane injury, we have spoken about that already, tight hamstring going into it, Robin Nielsen's first yellow card um, simply for advising the referee that the St Mirren defender was taking a free kick 30 feet ahead of where the the foul was that was the first one Um, (laughs) St Mirren hit the post Um, a nice drive from the big man who came on for them and looked a threat um, but I mean, for, for as much possession as Sintmerden had they never had many clean cut chances, a couple of things late on and we'll come on to the double save But, um, Nielsen's second yellow My, fa- <laughs> my
2: favourite bit of the night, it was hilarious because like, <laughs> um, we, we were watching him <laughs> and all oh, he was standing the whole time <laughs> <laughs> he's fake blowing a whistle and then he's pointing <laughs> at the referee
1: in the glasses as well.
2: <laughs> the glasses. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, it was brilliant. It was the glasses. That's your your second yellow, Mr. Nielsen. He's got this in his locker a couple of times this season now. Eh?
1: It, it must be frustrating. Like, we get frustrated with the referees in Scotland. So imagine how frustrating it must be as, like, your job is directly impacted by how <laughs> crap they are. You know how hmm. frustrating it is when you work with someone who you have to rely on, who's maybe a bit shy.
3: <laughs> Imagine that, like, 10 times 10. No wonder he gets fucking booked. Mm-hmm. But also, they're so sensitive as well. You can't talk to them anymore. He was <laughs> right on that. You can't Paddy, get-
1: referees <laughs> take the most amount of abuse in any job. can't talk
3: to them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and,
3: like, that boy was taking a fucking age with a throw as well. It was ridiculous.
0: Oh, <laughs> It's one no of the things. The that I've said before, at the end of the day, in Scottish football, winner of the league, you're playing for £30 million, at least at the moment, because if you win the league, you qualify for the Champions League. And the, the people that are officiating our game aren't even professional. Right. Blows That's my right. mind. Um, after that moment, Oh, by the way, so is Robbie Nielsen suspended for the Easter Road game? Is it carry into the Scottish Cup? Anyone know? I think so. Uh, I believe so. But I could be also making that up completely. <laughs> <laughs> is it like the annoying thing for football players, Cameron, where if you get a red card, doesn't it doesn't actually come into play for like a fortnight? Six months. Uh... <laughs> Who knows? We'll wait for the Barry Anderson um, article. I'm sure it will follow.
2: Well, there's different things in terms of red cards for players in tournaments as well, because what's his name? Anthony Stewart for the red card yesterday for Aberdeen. Even though that was a different competition, because it's serious foul play, misses the hearts game.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think, is it not just the League Cup and the league that carry across? I think the Scottish Cup is totally different. Very possibly.
2: I'm not sure.
1: So imagine there was a way to find out. There's definitely no listening here.
0: Well, just Google it. <laughs> Maybe you guys can Google. Maybe you can do it. I don't um, care, to be honest. <laughs> you don't care if Nielsen's in the dugout. If he does miss it, you know what will happen. Robbie Nielsen will win his first game in charge of Yeah, heart.
3: exactly.
0: We'll he'll not
3: 11 behind the ball after 45 minutes and being one 0 I'm pretty
2: lot. sure he'll just be speaking to the coaches the whole
1: game. Yeah,
3: but Lee McCullough, this <laughs> man. <laughs> I'd, like to
2: of, get off. I'd like to think that he spends a good couple of hours in Middletons and then sits in the way LA end <laughs> oh.
0: Imagine, Imagine that, that. Again, Anki's got that in his locker as well Oh, he definitely <laughs> does
1: He definitely does uh, Some people know more than others <laughs>
0: um, Alright enough I know what you're talking about Uh, the Xander Clark double save that came not too long after Nielsen's red card Um, he was absolutely outstanding again when we needed him the most simply wasn't he
1: he's answered every single bell he's been great Mm -hmm. and you know what I really like about him he comes for crosses really confidently it feels weird when a cross comes in and the keeper just comes flying through a crowd and takes it or punches it
2: Mm. Picked, a, picked a good night to do it as well. Steve
3: Clark was at the game.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: He's Scotland's number one now.
0: He's,
1: no he's got to be, eh? Like, he looks like the best keeper we have.
0: Yeah, he'll be up there. John McLaughlin's kind of back in the Rangers' first team as well, but. I think it's... This uh, is
1: Craig Gordon's fucking origin story, man. He is going to become the greatest evil villain ever when everyone's singing Scotland's number one to Xander Clark, like that. <laughs> so he's going to fucking just break. It's a final straw. Aye. <laughs>
0: Wait, when's the be next... Better. When's the first Scottish game of the season? March. March. Well, hopefully Hamden's fucking pitches fixed by then. Stay <laughs> <laughs> the that, by the way. <clears throat> so Stay time. Hamden. Oh right, okay. Um that was that. The the rolls handball. This was a good laugh. <coughs> um, yeah. must admit, as soon as it happened, um, given how fucked up the hand rule ball has been recently and how inconsistent it's all been a 100 percent the, the, the what it. the what the hand rule ball. <laughs> yes, the hand rule
1: ball. Agreed. I thought it was gonna be given instantly.
0: hmm Um uh, I'm still shocked they never gave it. But, I mean, it, it shouldn't be a handball. Like, there's two again. It's two, two totally different things. I don't think it should Aye. be yeah. then to award the penalty. Uh
3: Do you know who is fucking raging about it though? All Celtic. of his Twitter no.
0: and Celtic <laughs> Twitter. Everyone. Everyone's uh, looking at just now, I'm wondering. Said minute Twitter. It's fucking
3: hilarious quality. I love being hated. I Love Hearts being hated by everybody.
2: That would be absolutely fuming if we didn't get that. Oh,
0: All yeah. right. No, no. We'd be talking about it for a good 20 minutes on the spot. Superb. But, like, see, like it's going out of play, which I think is a big factor. And yeah, also hits yeah. <clears throat> above the elbow, which, again, I don't even know where we're at with the hand, hand rule ball anymore. Um, but I find there's a few factors there, but they've looked at it and said, nah, it's not a penalty.
1: Aye I think I think you kind of just have to I mean it never will but I think it should just be like a common sense like up to the referees um, interpretation it doesn't really influence the play it doesn't stop a St Mirren player getting the ball I think the ball was probably going out for a corner anyway he's not made a double attempt to use the ball to, uh, to use his arm to gain an advantage No
2: So I'd still absolutely want it if it was me Aye
0: oh. Aye definitely but yeah, that was nice. <clears throat> so, long may it continue. Good, uh, some good fortune coming heart's way for fucking for once. Um, <clears throat> just finally, then the the Humphreys miss. Um, Hill won the ball back down the wing, played it through to kaul and we seen him, We saw a snapshot of his ability there as so he carried the ball forward, squared the, a beautiful ball through to Humphreys who absolutely fucked it, didn't he? <laughs> it <laughs> is was. he
1: right-footed? What is he doing? I thought he would just take that on his right foot.
0: Mm. And go the other side of the keeper.
1: Aye, like he did against David Marshall. He overthinks mm. it. I, the, my favourite part of that is the St Mirren boy who's running after that cool, like starts this pure sprint back to get try and get to him, realises he's getting absolutely nowhere near him and just starts mm. heading towards the penalty spot. He's like, right, I just need <laughs> to get in the box. Yeah.
0: That's absolutely rapid.
1: Jinky um, starts going forward. Not maybe not the next game, but when he's when well, everyone is settled in.
0: I'll well, eat my hat if he's not starting against Aberdeen on Wednesday. What? But, he,
2: but I, I'm not sure. But I think if he doesn't start against Aberdeen, surely doesn't he start on Sunday?
1: <laughs> Some game to make your debut, eh?
0: You'll play both.
2: Like. <laughs> We wager in there somewhere.
1: Do you think he's, I mean, I'm yet to really see him, but the talk of
3: him and his ability is really high,
1: eh?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Aye, he's generally seen, like, sky high in Australia. And Newcastle, I think, think he's got a future at them. So yeah. we're going to benefit for it for six
0: months, hopefully. Mm. It's exciting, yeah. That was the game. We won 1-0. Um, Robbie Nielsen said after the game that the referee shouldn't be managing under 10s football <laughs> <laughs> there's it's an enough, extra that, game uh,
1: uh, uh, just chuck in are we fine for him <laughs> but that's my eh? Like you can't criticise someone, I mean I understand the reason and why but then that's up to fans to behave
0: themselves You <laughs> mm. <laughs> loves to be commenting like that now and again yeah <laughs> Um, but yeah, no jumbles kick back this week, sadly, in absence of uh, Hammy. Um, but looking ahead now, so yeah, we've got Aberdeen on Wednesday, which is huge. Uh, if we win it, we go nine points clear in third, uh, lose it, and the gap's down to three, obviously. Uh, they've got their captain suspended after that mental challenge on Sakala at the weekend there. Um, so, including their trip to Hamden, they have lost five away games in a row. They've got one win in nine. Um, if you want to look at it that way, on the road. And they haven't won at Castle since 2017, mm. um, when we had a squad including Leonard Sua. So is there anyone? <laughs> but... <laughs> um, so Aberdeen, first of all, we're we going into that one expecting, simply expecting another three points, expecting a harder challenge. Uh, a Tight
3: game, really tight game. We don't mm-hmm. tend to do well against teams that have just played 120 minutes either. We tend to lose <laughs> against those sorts of teams. In fair fairness,
2: they actually they actually did only play ninety. They didn't really play though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Neither did we in Hamden last year. <laughs> no, no, we did not. No. Neither did Rangers in the Europa League final. So tradition. <laughs> a right. mm-hmm. like, tighter game should be a good game.
1: It's the yeah. it's the first, it's the. One of the next step in like the a season defining month for us, isn't it? We play, Aye. Hibs at home, Saint Mirren twice, who are a top six team. Then we play Aberdeen, who are fourth. We play Hibs in the Scottish Cup, and then we play Levy, who are third. If we can get through this without losing a game,
2: that is huge. Yeah, do you know the thing? Like, I guess you can make an argument out of it. You can always say, you know, it's bigger pressure for them. We're at home; it's bigger pressure for us. I do think just based on where it sits. It's a big, big game for us and a massive opportunity. Could even be nine points clear, Aberdeen, if we win. But for them, the pressure right now, is massive. They need to win this game. Mm-hmm. Or at least, you know, at least put in a performance and get a point in it. But I think, yeah, it sets it up nicely. It should be a good game.
0: Like blockbuster stuff.
1: We'll get the fancy flashlights on again.
3: All right. I can't wait for the Hearts all or nothing.
2: <laughs> there, there was one. It was Mans. That was so bad.
3: not oh,
0: on on the BBC. <laughs> that
3: was the BBC thing. No, no, wait. It wasn't
2: actually. There was some absolute Gary Lock gems in that. That was the only that good was. bit.
0: Austin McPhee was manager at one point during that documentary.
2: there
0: <laughs> was like a, a fucking fifteen-minute
2: bit of him driving for
1: five. Who gives a fuck?
0: That I can... <laughs> he got a limo? <laughs> five to fucking Sandon was it?
1: No, no, just to work no, every was day. Is that the first game? Aye,
0: <laughs> but full suit. <laughs> it was Managed us at Hamden, not being a pub cousin twenty years. <laughs> Fucking annihilated of Rangers. Um, yeah, I you. Aye, Aberdeen on Wednesday be a great game. Just a, a quick word on uh, Hibs at the weekend. Um no, who cares? If we if we if it's a draw, does is it, it go to a replay?
2: No, No. so we checked. This is the first season that they've got rid of. um, It used to be up until the fourth round, it was replayed. It used to be right up to the semis before that. Um, But this is the first season where there are no replays at any level in the cup. Wow.
0: OK. Exciting. Are you expecting us to do it at 90 minutes? Yes. Did I hear a note (laughs) there, Patty?
3: Yeah, I mean, it's Easter Road and Hibs. It'll be one. We're going to penalties.
0: Look, okay, I know who I'm not watching the game right now. I <laughs> know. No longer invited to the pub. Um, I, I feel like we've got a good a good, comfortable win coming. Yeah, if and this cool hope-
1: comes in and he looks as good as everyone's saying, we have nothing to worry about.
0: Exactly. I really hope for Nielsen. I, I, I especially, as a podcast, we've been very, very, very Nielsen out in phases. You have In recent years So have you um, I never have Never have You go through every
3: episode Never have
1: I Sitting on the fence And just no saying anything Is worse Aye. than being wrong
0: It's uh, the best guy I've,
3: yeah. I've, been, I've definitely been Nielsen out I probably still am <laughs> Nielsen out
0: <today>. <laughs> <laughs> And Simon you're probably similar, similar as me We're very emotional <laughs> We get caught up week by week I think the
1: criticism of Nielsen was justified and yeah. just like the credit for him is justified now because he has answered yeah. a lot of the questions that were being put to him.
0: Right. That's where I'm at. And I really do hope for Nielsen that this this would be a huge weight off his shoulders if he gets a win that's the road simple as that.
1: If he uh, finishes third this season and we have a potential cup win,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, he's got to be up there as one of the best managers in recent history for Hodge. That's
0: an instant club legend if you win a Scottish Cup hasn't as a manager <laughs> um, but yeah that's the that's the look-aheads then so Cameron buy or sell are you doing a just Aberdeen or both what are, you, what are you doing no no you've got you've got a mixed one although all the questions will need to be done
2: before the Aberdeen game like, are right.
1: we, like the best version of Picoras. mixed
2: but <laughs> there's no mushroom in this bag Get the
1: sometimes the, bag. the big mushrooms is a bit watery
2: oh it's never good Aye. Um, quick recap of last week. Um, so Hearts to have a new sign and get minutes. Um, obviously, Hill started the game, so we all bought that. Hearts to score over one point five goals. Thanks, Mister Humphreys. <laughs> hearts to have over four point five shots on target. Thanks again, Mister Humphreys. We only had three. And uh, <laughs> a Snodgrass assist or goal. Um, I mean, he nearly assisted Saint Mirren and equalising late on, but apart from that, no. Um, <laughs> So what that ended up with is myself, Hammy and Paddy getting one and everybody else getting two.
3: Oh, for fuck's sake. So you're as you were,
2: <laughs> you're, you're, as you were at the top um, with Simon and Twitter drawing and at the bottom, Jarvey closes up to be within one of Hammy. Oh. Now, on to this week and what we've already said is a big, big week. So, I don't think we touched on it, but um, or I, I kind of did it earlier on, but um, Cammy Devlin didn't look very good when he came on. And he also, there was a lot of criticism after the Hibs game as well in the way What's he played. And after, after the second half, absolutely. Um, so, does he start? Does he come back into the lineup? Because obviously Halliday had that spot um, on
3: Friday. Bye. I think he does, yeah. Bye. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> versus Aberdeen. It. Bye.
2: I'll buy it, yeah. I'm going to buy it too. I was hoping to try and sell something there that you might see. <laughs> um, and Hammy obviously buys because he's not here. Um, now we've talked about clean sheets. Um, obviously, Dander Clark's been better for us this season <laughs> keeping them somehow. So um, does he make it back to the back against Aberdeen? Do we have another clean sheet? Buy.
1: Sell. I'm absolutely, <laughs> selling.
0: absolutely selling this I am selling that I know I not
3: question hand. other than Xander Clark clean sheet so but bye 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 um,
2: now this is the first joint one so we go into the game of the Aberdeen and then Hibs and across those two games hearts to score
3: over 3.5 bye cool six goals heard it here first
0: Bye. I'll sell it. Oh. Still, I still think we'll win both. The one nil. Uh,
2: oh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? You want to buy it. I do want to buy it. Only because that's what I want to be supporting when I watch the game. So there we go. <laughs> oh, and then finally, simple. Two wins this week. Bye. 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 Eyes across the board, James. Thanks very much.
0: Happy days. Well, won the hearts and that. Eh? Uh, <laughs> join us next week then, as we look back at Aberdeen and Hibbs, and ahead to Livingston away. Not as exciting. Not even half as exciting. That.
1: Hey, that's that's third versus fourth. Sorry, I said Livingston were third earlier. I kind of just exclude the old farm
0: for things sometimes. <laughs> yeah, aye. it's always hard going through to the old macaroni, so we'll talk about that next week. Um, but yeah, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at hearts underscore podcast if you're not already doing so to play along with by yourself. And uh, don't forget to leave us a nice wee generous star rating on whatever you're listening on. So until next time, come on the hearts. See you again soon. <laughs>
2: the heart's like <laughs>